0: Listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We got a good Wednesday show for you. Gosh, it's already Wednesday this week? Good Lord. Anyway, we're going to talk about that opening sequence of Joey's episode from Monday night. Kylie talks about the Avon cheating for the first time and goes into detail of what happened and when. We are going to talk about the floor from last night. Your Reader Emails column is coming up uh, later today. And who turned 50 yesterday? Did you see that? One of the greatest TV characters in our generation. We'll get to all that momentarily. All right, let's start off with this. I didn't mention this just in the open, but just came to me. We have already filled up 25% of the slots available for the Reality Steve Fan Appreciation Party this year, June 7th in Las Vegas it is only 100 people. I have to max it at that. I cannot go over that. And I definitely don't want to go under it because 100 people are being paid for. So as I tell everybody, if you want to come to the party, your confirmation is a flight, your flight itinerary if you're flying in, your hotel itinerary if you're driving in, or if you are a Las Vegas local, you just have to Tell me you're a Vegas local. and Promise me you will show up that night. So I'm not charging people who don't show up. Doesn't cost anything to come to this party, but considering every slot out of the 100 is being paid for, we'll see how this goes. Last year was great. Nobody canceled. Everybody that was on the list showed up that night. So that was great. Hopefully we can do that again. And, yeah, we're looking at 100 people and already 25 spots are filled, and I've got another 10 that are just set to book their flights within the next few days. So can honestly say almost 35 slots are filled uh, in the first three days. So this is filling up quickly. If you're interested in coming, it's open to anybody. Fun times, beer and wine bar, open for three hours. We're going to have food there. I don't know where it's going to be yet, but um, it is going to be on June 7th. So just keep that in mind. All right, let's talk about something I didn't talk about in the podcast yesterday, but I did mention in my column, which you're going to get on a week-to-week basis. Sometimes I'm going to say stuff on the Tuesday podcast that I'm not going to say in the column and vice versa because I just forget. But a question that came up a lot after Monday's episode was, what was the deal with the first two minutes of the episode, which was let's show the ending of the season first to kind of suck people in And then, you know, start with the regular stuff. And what we saw was Joey standing at the final rose ceremony in Tulum, Mexico. There was one rose on the stand. Joey is standing there crying. He walks off the stand. He walks towards production. He takes his jacket off. He never says anything other than like, oh boy or oh man. But we never see him say that. That could have been a voiceover from any point during the season. Now, here's what I can tell you. This show does not edit the show based on spoilers. They never have and they never will. They are not appealing to the spoiled audience. So the spoiled audience is the ones that are dissecting this. Those of you who listen to me, those of you who talk about this show on a daily basis. To the naked eye and to the fan that doesn't read spoilers, that's who they're appealing to when they create these edits and these teasers for the season. So if you look at it out of that lens on Monday, when they show that clip to the average fan who doesn't know spoilers, they're making it seem like Joey leaves alone that, oh my gosh, the woman that he wanted to be with is driving away in a white van. And Joey is standing there with a rose on a table, a solo rose, and he's crying. And now he's walking off the altar. But it's not for the spoiled people. It's for the unspoiled. So that's what they see. That's what they're making it seem like an unspoiled person who has no idea how the season ends is not looking at that saying, oh, that's just after he let the final two girl go and he's just bothered. and He's a little upset. We've seen plenty of bachelors upset before his final one arrives. Happens all the time. Almost happens pretty much every season. So that's one way to look at it. The thing is, we don't know the context. We really don't. It could be as simple as that. It could be, hey, I know the spoiler. I know what happens um, in terms of who he ends up with at the end. This is a situation where I don't know what that clip is. I don't know this thing that Joey is saying, You know, Joey admitted in uh, an interview with Chicks in the Office, he said, look, I haven't watched every season, but what I've been told is this is an ending that hasn't happened before. However, we know he leaves the show engaged. So what he's talking about, whatever it may be, is whatever happened on that day, that final rose ceremony day, didn't change the outcome. This unprecedented thing that he says has never happened before is almost like what led up to it because we know the end result. what the end result is. So um, I don't know what it is. If I knew, I'd tell you. I haven't heard. And I know a lot of you are asking me, what is it? What's the thing that Joey's talking about? My answer is I don't know. But I, what I will say is I know it has nothing to do with the final result. That's the best I can give you right now. It's more about the how we got to that point is the unprecedented part, or the thing that's never happened before, versus the final result. So you just got to keep that in mind. This show does not edit based on spoilers. It just doesn't. As much as I'd like them to, they don't. Hell, this this show doesn't even acknowledge me. Why would they then edit the show for the guy that they don't even acknowledge? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. Well, actually, it makes perfect sense. That's why they don't edit the show Taking spoilers into account because they don't acknowledge spoilers publicly. Privately, of course, but publicly, which means anytime any one of their people from the show talks to the media. You ever heard any you ever heard any of these contestants go on Bachelor Happy Hour, Ben and Ashley, Nick, Caitlin? You ever hear any of these people go on those any of those shows and been asked, so you've read the spoilers, what do you think? No, because they're not allowed to. Those people are not allowed to ask anything regards to spoilers. They're not allowed to mention my name. It's just the way things go. So you got to keep that in mind. So a show that won't even acknowledge me is certainly not going to edit their show in a way to combat anything that I've said or anything that I've posted. Just keep that in mind. And I know we're kind of in the moment with this thing right now because it just aired on Monday night. And Joey, like we said, has teased it in a couple interviews that his ending is something that hasn't happened before. You just got to remember how many instances over the past few years they have showed something in a promo and have overhyped something and it ends up being a whole bunch of nothing. I mean, I can go all the way back to Sean Lowe's season. Chris Harrison walking up to Sean Lowe with a letter and hands it to him and Sean starts crying. And every single person and their mother emailed me and said, oh, my God, what is that? What did it end up being? Just Catherine writing a love letter to him before she showed up that day. That's all. The Peter Weber thing at the end of his season. Remember, this is the only season I can remember outside of Peter's where they showed the ending of the show first and then got into episode one. They did the same exact thing on Peter's season. The very first shot of the season we saw was him standing there at the altar and it made you think that the final girl didn't show up when in reality, all it was was Hannah Ann was just, I don't know, struggling with showing up. And then some producer talked her into it and that's all it was. But literally for 11 weeks, all people kept doing was freaking out and asking me what it was. I said, I don't know what it is at. The, and at the time for Peter season, I didn't know at the beginning of the season who he had chosen. I didn't know until the weekend before. So, You just got to remember, this show is just looking to attract eyeballs. And the fact that everybody is talking about that opening two minutes is exactly what they wanted. And I guarantee, since we already know it doesn't affect the end result, I guarantee it's something that we're going to look back on and be like, "Eh, okay. Yeah, it hasn't happened, but not really a big deal. Trust me on this one. Even though I don't know what it is, I'm telling you, I've done this long enough. I've seen how they've teased things in this show numerous times before. I just gave you two examples. There's probably five other ones we can think of if I really wanted to put my mind to it about what the teaser at the beginning of the season ended. Oh, how about this one? Colton standing on top of a castle looking into a ring box. A scene that was shot just for the previews and wasn't even shown during the season. That's a third one. Like I could go on and on if I looked at all these season uh, teaser promos that aired at the end of the first episode. So I I hate to disappoint you, but I'm telling you, I don't think it's going to be anything that's really that big. So let's keep that in mind. Once I find out, if I find out, I'll let you know. But I just don't think it's that big of a deal. This podcast brought to you by Way. Check out Way's new hair gloss According to a consumer perception study, over 85% of participants agreed their hair looked shinier, healthier, and smoother. I know ever since they sent me this product, when Wei sent it to me, I'm like, look, I could try something new. I've been using the same generic brand shampoo pretty much for the last, I don't know, 15 years. And I can use that and not really feel any different because honestly, I don't have a lot of hair. So I was like, well, let me try something new. And I feel it. Hair does feel healthier. It does feel shinier. I like it. Smoother too. These are all things that I'm looking for in my hair as little of as, as there may be. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to the way.com, that's t h e o u a i.com and use promo code realitysteve for 15% off any product. That's the way.com, t h e o u a i.com. Promo code Reality Steve. Got a new sponsor for the podcast Mint Mobile. You know we break down some tea on this podcast. We share tea, and when I give tea, you guys all like talking about tea with someone else, right? Well, right now the best deal in wireless is at Mint Mobile. Why don't you tell your friends that? For a limited time, wireless plans from Mint Mobile are fifteen bucks a month when you purchase a three month plan. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. What are you paying right now for your wireless subscription? Over 100 bucks, I guarantee you. 15 bucks a month at Mint Mobile. They are here to rescue you. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans and draw, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditched those overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal. Get premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. To get this customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash realitysteve. That's mintmobile.com slash realitysteve. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash realitysteve. Additional taxes and fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, let's talk about Kylie's appearance on the Vile Files yesterday. And yes, for those that think all I do when I talk about Nick is shit talk him, no, I've said it a thousand times. I will give credit where credit is due. Nick gets excellent guests on his show. The only time I call Nick out is when he says problematic things. When he rails against the UCAN Foundation, when he rails against Katie Thurston's emails and says she shouldn't read her emails, and then he does the same exact thing to her. When he takes Dave Neal out of a podcast and he edits his name out because he just doesn't want Dave's name in there. Stuff like that. We will call him out when he needs to be called out. If I was being really petty, I would just say, hey, Kylie went on a podcast yesterday and just talk about everything Kylie. No, I have no problem saying it. It's the biofile's. It's a good guest, and it's a timely guest, too. So, that I mean, that's I'll always give Nick credit for that. I think his teasers on his reels are excellent for his podcast guests. Those are really good. And he gets very good, timely guests. He's got a whole booking team that does it. I mean, it's what we all strive for. So, credit there. So, let's talk about what Kylie said on Vile Files. And this is the first time she's talked about it. The cheating and the Avon incident with the cheating. So, they... They leave Paradise in June, and they see each other on and off. I mentioned during those four months that before Paradise started airing, I pointed out numerous times the different. If you go to their instant, uh, if you go to if you went to their Instagram accounts and looked at their Instagram stories, they were posting from the exact same place quite a few times. North Carolina. I think they did a Rams game one time at SoFi Stadium. So they were not hiding anything they just couldn't post together to give away what was happening on Batroom Paradise that was coming up. So Kylie said, remember the day uh, that the finale aired, they she posted an Instagram post. Or maybe it was the next day. That showed them like they took a photo shoot together, clearly they were on a couch and you know basically it was a very lovey-dovey caption. And then after that caption went up, she tells Nick in the podcast She got an email from somebody that started out, hey, girl, (laughs) and you never want to get one of those. And basically, bottom line was she spoke to this woman and this woman said, I had sex with Avon back in July in Santa Monica. And this woman, she ended up getting on the phone with. She verified all of it. She had pictures. Done deal. Kylie confronts Avon with this. He doesn't deny it. said, yeah. Apologize for it, obviously, but they were set to go on vacation the following Wednesday, literally like five days later. So the next day, you know, she's she's obviously hurt that day, but she still wanted to go with him, even though she had just found out he cheated on her four months earlier. She still wanted to go with him. So she texts him the next day and says, hey, we still got the trip. I want you to go. And he responded back with a very long text and basically said, you need to know the whole truth. And he told her that. When he went back to Boston in August and September, he slept with a girl that he knew from his past, some girl that he had always had an interest in, but they had never uh, progressed more than friends. So, I mean, Avon, cheating in July, cheating in August, cheating in September. Three times, two different women. Congratulations. So she's devastated at that point, and that's when she puts out the Instagram post of, you know relationship is over due to multiple infidelities Avon gets off social media um, apologized to her said he was going to therapy and really that was it i mean she obviously went into more detail about each one but she read and she read uh, the text that Avon had sent her uh, laying out what he did so you know it's the first time she talked about it. i know I'll, i know a lot of people were just like whoa well what was it was it one time Was it one woman? Was it multiple women? So it was multiple women over multiple months in multiple locations. Like this guy had no shame. I don't understand why he thought that wouldn't get out. I don't understand some of these guys thinking they are invincible, although I just know it is. I know that's the way a lot of these bachelor guys roll because they're getting so much attention from being on the show. A lot of them find it very hard to turn down women who are basically throwing themselves at them. And even though he was seeing Kylie, I guess he just thought he was going to get away with it, or he was invincible. Whatever the case may be. You know, My eyebrows were raised with Avon when I told you the night of Rachel and Gabby's After the Final Rose. I literally told you that night, before they even started filming, Avon is on his way to that After the Final Rose, and he's going to be there, and he's going to ask Rachel out. But I'm telling you, it's all for show. He's doing it because producers are asking him to. At the time, I was told he was interested in seeing somebody else at that time. Did him and Rachel ever go out? No, of course they did. I told you that was going to happen. So, like I said, back then, my eyebrows were raised about him. And then the way he acted on Paradise, you know, she said in the interview, there were times where days that on on Paradise, when we were on the beach, that he was just like, yeah, I'm all into this. I'm seriously considering engagement and then he would do a 180 by the next day so he was giving her mixed signals and this is probably why he was never ever ever going to propose to her and he didn't want to be tied down to one woman because why else would you go sleep with two women in three different months or in two different women in three different months literally right when you get off the show show ended filming in june he's sleeping with someone in santa monica in july and he's sleeping with someone back in boston in august and september so kylie laid it out here that's her truth Problem was, listening to that, I have a feeling that Kylie would take him back. If he comes back from therapy and says, I'm a changed man, I want to be with you, I get the sense that she would take him back. And personally, it's just, in my eyes, it's a mistake. If he did it one time, I mean, look, she was willing to forgive him that one time because it was so close, I guess, to them coming off the show. I don't know, but she said she was willing to because they were set to go on vacation five days later after she found out he had cheated back in July. And she was still going to go through with it. I, I, I'm glad Avon is getting help, and I'm glad he's going to therapy. But just like apologies that are given in this franchise, and he did give one, your actions after that are what determine whether or not anyone believes you. You can go to therapy five days a week for two hours a day. If you continue the same behavior, nobody gives a shit that you went to therapy. It's almost like they're using therapy as an excuse of possibly saying my behavior changed. No, your behavior didn't change because you went to therapy. Your behavior changed because you actually took what therapy told you to heart and changed how you are. And I don't know if I would believe it, but that's just me. Kylie's a different person. If she wants to get back with him, put it this way. If she wants to take him back because he comes back to her and says, I realize my mistakes. I'm a changed man. I mean, I'm guessing that's what he's going to say to her if he wants her back. Maybe he doesn't. But I'm saying if they ever get back together, it's because Aven has gone to her and said, look, I, I realize my mistakes. I You know, it was a deep rooted issue, whatever the case may be. I found it out in therapy. I'm a new I'm a new man now. And let's say they get back together and then it happens again. I, I, you just can't feel sorry for the person, you know, because the person, Avon, showed you who they were the first time around. And you just, I mean, you can't, I mean, you could feel bad, but I just wouldn't, I wouldn't spend too much time feeling bad for them because it's like they laid it all out there for you. They told you, you are letting them use therapy as the excuse to get back with them. And I just don't think that is a thing. Not that people can't change after therapy because I think they can. But it's certainly something that I think he would use. And she didn't seem like she was no, never when it came to him. And that was disappointing to hear. But it's her life, her choice, to each their own. I hope she gains a little more self-respect and realizes she doesn't need that. Kylie's beautiful. She's moving to San Diego. You don't think that girl can find a date in San Diego? Are you kidding me? She doesn't need to be with Avon. I hope she's not holding out for him in hopes that he has turned over a new leaf and he's better and he found the issues of why he cheats. I hope she's not clinging on to that because that would be really disappointing. Just my opinion. All right. Did you see who turned 50 yesterday? one of the greatest television characters of all time, Valerie Malone. That's right. Tiffany Amber Thiessen turned 50 yesterday. And did you see her Instagram post? I don't know what she had on underneath. Maybe she did have nothing. Maybe she did have a bra and underwear on. But the picture that she posted was her in bed with just one of her sheets covering her. And for 50 years old, my gosh. (laughs) Valerie Malone is just, she'll, she'll never not do it for me. And I'm not the only one out there. I'm sure that thinks that just an absolutely bombshell of a woman. So good looking and just the character itself. I've talked about it numerous times on this show, how much she added to Beverly Hills, 90210 when she came on, how more adult she made it. The character, I, I just you gotta love it. And now she's turned fifty yesterday. And Christ, she looks as good now as she did back then. Really, really stunning woman. And my offer still stands, which is I wanna be the mediator between Jenny and Tori and Tiffany, I'd love to be the mediator to find out why these two or these three can't get along, why Jenny and Tori are so anti Tiffany and Tiffany is not part of anybody's friendship. You can say she wants to move on, but there's obviously something there that's preventing her from we've seen so many casts from the 80s and 90s come back and do podcasts together, come back and do appearances together. Tiffany Amber Thiessen is not part of any of that stuff and it's not just because oh she's married with kids and she's moved on Jason Priestley is married with kids Jenny's married with kids Tori's married with kids or divorced with five kids they all have their own lives Steve uh, Steve Sanders Ian Ziering has two daughters like and those people will hang out with each other Brian Austin Green now with Sharna they have a child together he's got one with Vanessa Marcel, three with Megan Fox, one with Sharna. He's got five kids. And those people will make time for each other and show up together at, you know, 80s Con or whatever. I just don't know what the deal is. And nobody knows the exact reason. And it sucks. But happy birthday to Tiffany Amber Thiessen. You will always be somebody that is probably in my top three of guests I would like to have on this podcast. So the invitation is there, Tiffany. Come on, the Reality Steve podcast. Please, we need you. Did anybody watch The Floor last night? You know what it is about The Floor now that I'm realizing why it's sucking me in? Because I'm getting anxious watching the show. Because the timer's going down, you've got to identify the picture or the quote, so fast and it's like if you don't know within one or two seconds you might as well just pass because throwing out a bunch of answers that you don't know and then then saying pass is just costing you more time but i feel like we're not even close to the end (laughs) they started with 81 people because there's nine rows horizontally and vertically and one person in, in each row And nine times nine is 81. I think they still have 50 people left or something ridiculous. So how long is this show going to go on? Can we just get to somebody wiping the board with everybody and winning this thing? But, yeah, I sit there and I watch it and, like, (laughs) anxiety is just like, come on, answer this. Or, oh, my God, your clock's running out. (sighs) That's what I find myself doing during the show. Anyway, uh, the reader emails is going to be up in a couple hours from now on realitysteve.com. Uh, got about 16 or 18 emails, I think. I don't know what the exact number is, but that's going to be up on realitysteve.com. Questions that you've had basically since the golden wedding, so beginning of January, and then emails that have come in the last few days on either emailing me at steve at com or even checking out. Uh, sending me a message on Instagram Messenger or Twitter DM. So check that out in a couple hours on realitysteve.com. Also check out the Sports Daily coming up in an hour from now. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And we're back tomorrow with yet another podcast. Again, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you!